Hello everyone, welcome or welcome back to Murder Blackboard. I'm your host Nicole and today I will be discussing the very tragic yet mysterious case of Alonzo Brooks. Alonzo Brooks, who was also given the nickname Zoe, was born May 21, 1980 to parents Billy Brooks Sr. and Maria Ramirez. Brooks grew up in Topeka, Kansas, but later moved with his mother Maria to Garner, Kansas, which was described as a more slow-paced, suburban type of area. On April 3, 2004, Alonzo had plans to attend a party with a few friends from Garner. Justin, a friend of Brooks, who was also his ride to the party, vividly remembers Alonzo rolling down his sock so that he could tie his boot a little tighter. This would later be revealed that he injured his ankle a week prior to. That information will play a key point in the disappearance of Brooks. The party was located about 47 miles south of Garner in Lacine. Daniel, a friend of Brooks, who also attended the party, described Lacine as a country small town area with not much there besides maybe a gas station. A very different type of feel and atmosphere than Gardner. When they arrived, Alonzo, with his friendly, upbeat personality, walked in and immediately yelled out, Who wants a beer? That's the type of guy he was. Charismatic and overall just your average, 23-year-old, fun and full of life. Daniel remembers having a few drinks and taking a few shots with Alonzo. At some point, Daniel began having a conversation with another person. When he looked over, he saw Brooks having a verbal altercation with someone neither one of them knew. It's very important to remember they weren't familiar with this area and didn't know many people, if any, who were at this party as well. Daniel states he stepped in and pulled Alonzo to the side to break up the heated argument before it escalated. During this altercation, racial slurs were thrown at Alonzo, who is of African American and Mexican descent. Alonzo's friend Tyler recalls Alonzo, possibly being the only black person there. His friend stated that Alonzo didn't let this ruin his night and continued to enjoy himself at the party. Shortly after, Daniel and Tyler get a call about another party and decide to head out. Daniel says bye to Alonzo and they take off. However, Justin and Alonzo stayed. Justin realized he was out of cigarettes and asked Alonzo if he had any, at which point Alonzo said he was out too. Justin decides to leave and head to the gas station, agreeing to get Alonzo a pack of cigarettes too, ultimately leaving Alonzo at the party, alone. Justin leaves and takes a right turn out of the driveway, going in the wrong direction, getting lost, getting his car stuck, and ended up 30 minutes north of where he was supposed to be. At that point, Justin decides to just call another friend from the party named Adam. Justin decides he probably won't make it back to the party and asks Adam if he will give Alonzo a ride back home. Adam agrees. The next morning, on April 4, 2004, Maria gets a call asking if Alonzo is home. Assuming he was, Maria checks his room and to her surprise, he isn't there. All signs point to he never even came home. His bed was untouched. His room was nice and neat. It was just how he left it the night before. His mom immediately began to worry and started to have his friends call around to find out if anyone knew where Alonzo was. 
No one seemed to know his whereabouts, and no one had heard from Brooks. Adam claims he missed Alonzo and thought he caught another ride back to Gardner. Rodney English, who was Alonzo's childhood best friend, gets a call from Maria asking if he had seen or heard from Alonzo. He had not, but he immediately sprung into action, driving to Gardner to meet with Justin for the first time. Justin and Rodney ride to the scene and search the area where the party was. Rodney finds one of Alonzo's boots in the fields across the street and then his other boot and beanie on the opposite side a little further down. While searching, someone rides up in a four-wheeler telling them that they had to leave, at which point Rodney knew something wasn't right and his concern grew even stronger. Ultimately, Rodney had questions, as anyone would. He asked Justin, why would you leave him here? Especially after knowing they were about an hour away from home, they didn't know anyone, and racial slurs were being thrown at Alonzo during an altercation. Justin's response was simply, he looked like he was having a good time. He was enjoying himself. Daniel, Justin, and Tyler reiterate how Lacine was more or less an all-white dominant town with a known history of racism. With no sign of Alonzo, Maria heads to the police station to file a missing persons report. They tell her she has to wait 48 hours. Desperate for help, Maria calls Billy, Alonzo's older brother. Billy gets in contact with the owner of the home, and they find out that the home is being rented. Billy and his wife do a search, but can't find anything that would lead to Alonzo or his whereabouts. The sheriff insisted that he probably just decided to walk home, and he'll turn up. However, Alonzo's family knew that wasn't the case. Not only did Alonzo not have his shoes, his ankle was messed up, and he was about an hour, if not further, away from home. So this was not a likely possibility. Alonzo's family trusted that the police department in Lynn County would begin their investigation and search for Alonzo. On April 4, 2004, the deputies reported back that they did a sweep of the area and came up with nothing. On April 7, 2004, the KBI took over the case and did an extensive search with air scent tracking dogs and also a helicopter search. On April 10, 2004, the FBI joined the search due to this being a potential hate crime. On April 12th, an underwater rescue and dive team was brought in to help undergo the search as well. None of the searches panned out. All of them found no trace of Alonzo. The sheriff's department did numerous interviews and some polygraphs, but a lot of people lawyered up, which makes you question things even more. On top of not having answers or any more information about Alonzo and his whereabouts, the sheriff's department in Lynn County wouldn't allow Alonzo's family to conduct their own search until 27 days later on May 1st, 2004. Family and friends got together and did a search. There had been a white shed on the property that they wanted to look at. While headed in that direction, a few volunteers found Alonzo's body in the creek. Forensic pathologists didn't find any penetrating injuries, no evidence of drowning, and it couldn't be determined if he was strangled because all of the soft tissue was gone. There was nothing physical to show what may have led to Alonzo's death, and they labeled it as undetermined. This was a major blow to Alonzo's family because they suspected foul play was most certainly involved. Nothing about Alonzo's disappearance and death added up. 
They suspected foul play for certain, and rightfully so. For one, his boots were found across the street, nowhere near where his body was located. There were four separate teams who searched the entire area, including the creek, and came up with nothing. The family conducts their own search, and in less than an hour, they find his body. His wallet, money, cards, bandana, nothing has significant water damage. Absolutely nothing about this tragic case made sense. After watching the reboot of Unsolved Mysteries covering this case, it personally has been on my mind heavy. Alonzo's family deserves answers. They deserve justice. In March 2019, the KBI released a statement claiming they found no evidence of Alonzo's death being a crime and declared his case closed. In July 2020, Alonzo's body was exhumed and sent to Dover Air Force Base for an autopsy. The examiner concluded that Alonzo Brooks' death was in fact not an accident and was due to homicide. The investigation to who murdered Alonzo Brooks is still ongoing. What happened to Alonzo Brooks on the night of April 3rd, 2004 was not an accident. Everything about that night raises not only questions, but tons of suspicion. Why did his friends leave him? Why didn't Justin just take Alonzo with him to go buy cigarettes? There's a lot of things that don't make sense, and my heart goes out to Maria and the entire Brooks family. I hope that this case is solved and justice is served. I will be back next week with another true crime case we can dive into. Until next time, stay safe and stay vigilant.